Morning, Rabbi Isai. Welcome back. Thank you for joining us. Ah, so good to see everyone. It's a ambitious today. Ah, Gavaldik. No, no, we're up to, I think, shin number nine. I think we'll do by shin number nine. I think so, yeah. Okay, Rabbi Isai, let's go. Um, today we're starting the sugya of Bishol Acha Bishol, which means that if something was previously cooked, so far, Baruch Hashem, we've discussed so much of the Indian of Bishal in regards to the uh, Gedorim, the parameters of what exactly is Bishal, what is the definition of Bishal, how can it be done um, in different ways, in different utensils, Kali Bishal, Dovagosh, Baruch Hashem, we'll be discussing a lot of things. Now I want to get into some of the other sugyas that are also extremely negay on Shabbos Kodesh. Uh, these are things that, again, once again, these are poshut, I don't think any shit that we've discussed so far out of the H Urim are something that, oh, that's not negay, it never happens. Or rarely. I think everything we've discussed basically pretty much happens every single Shabbos, unless you don't have any food and don't eat anything, because the moment you eat and you have hot food, you're going to be subject to one of these shilas. So today we're going to be discussing Bishal, Acha Bishal. Recooking something that was previously cooked, extremely negay, very practical, and uh, something which is very, very important to know. So the basic question will start with like this. Imagine, and we've mentioned this before, if a person has, for example, a children that is on the crock pot. So he's got his children, everything's there, everything's cooked, it's kavaldic, it's 100% cooked, everybody eats it with that way, that's moedic. I take it off on Shabbos. Now let's leave the shiloh right now, with blechs, and, you know, having kavono and still holding on to it. Let, let's leave all of that, even though, of course, we know that all of that is important, but we will discuss that when we get the Turabonim to Bishal. But, you took it off, and now you want to put it back on, right? You want to put it back into the crock pot. Again, leaving out all the conditions that you have to have when that when that's being done. The most important question is, the Misa, when I put it back on, I'm going to be cooking it further. There's no question that the more something is cooked, the better it becomes often, right? Especially when it comes to chalunt and chicken soup and other things like cook it up a bit, it becomes it becomes better. So is that mutter to do on Shabbos Kodesh. Again, leaving out all the shilas of Mechzikim Avashal and these things of blechs and holding it in your hand and Kavona, we're talking simple Poshib Shad Eli. Am I allowed to place it back into the Kopot if by doing so is going to make the food better? Zevi, what do you say? No. You're not allowed. Davy? Okay, it's you. What do you say? Anybody? Again, simple question today. Simple, starting with a simple, easy one. I took, the, took it off, it's fully cooked. I'm putting it back in, which means it's going to get much better. By tomorrow morning, by Shabbos morning, it's going to be a moedic achulant. You're allowed to. Why? That's good, that's good. It's already cooked. So you're making it better, that's very nice, but it's fully cooked. If it wasn't fully cooked, or the beans were still hard, or the potatoes weren't cooked, or the meat, or whatever, I hear it. But it's probably cooked. Everybody would eat it that way. People would serve it that way. And therefore, further cooking is not called bishop. So that will be mutter. Again, with all the conditions that we're going to mention, Be'ez HaShem may get to the Rabbanans. Now let's discuss something else. What happens if the children went cold? What happens if the children went cold? Now, this is the gear to a children that goes cold. It's the gear to heating something up on Shabbos morning. What do you do on Shabbos morning when you've got a piece of Kegel, or a piece of Schnitzel, or a piece of whatever it may be, a piece of meat, and you want to heat it up on Shabbos? So is it mutter to take a piece of schnitzel, and heat up, and we'll discuss a bit later on how exactly that's going to be done in a permitted way. Are you allowed to take a schnitzel from the fridge, freezing cold, and heat it up on Shabbos Kodesh in a permitted manner? Yes, why? Ah, it's freezing cold. Because it's been cooked already. Comes along Ben, and he That is the theme of today. Which means, once something is fully cooked, Zevi, you with me? 
you can no longer be subject to the Issa of Bishul if it's already been cooked. You can't cook something more than it's cooked already. A schnitzel that's fried already is fully cooked, right? A kegel that's cooked is cooked. You, you can't recook it. You can't cook it again. And therefore, that's the reason why there is no problem. Now, I must mention, as a disclaimer, two things. Number one, and we're not going to discuss them now, but I just want to mention them now in case... For some reason, somebody misses one of the following shiurim that we're going to be having. There's two disclaimers you have to know. Number one, obviously there are methods of how to heat something up. So, for example, if you heat something up in a way that looks like it's being cooked, that's mechsikim avashal, that's asa. That will be a drabana that we'll get to, that you can't put it, for example, straight on the, on, on the, on the, on the fire. That for sure, you, I'll give you an example, by the way. People don't have this example. Listen to this example. It's very nageya, and unfortunately people don't know about it. Kneidloch. So you take Kneidloch. Kneidloch are what you guys call um, matzah balls. God, you don't call it Kneidloch. Kneidloch. Ah, maybe that's what you mean. No, still not. Only matzah balls? I swear and don't do it. Shmuel, is that true? You have chicken soup in your house. I know you do. Baruch Hashem. Ah, Baruch Hashem. Okay, so now that we've, now we've figured out what it is, Danny, are you with me? If you take Kneidloch, fully cooked, They've been boiled. The way to make them, by the way, is by boiling them up. Yeah? Danny, the way to make them is by boiling them up. So they're completely fully cooked when Shabbos comes in. Are you allowed to take these kanaidloch and put them into a, a boiling hot pan of chicken soup? Boiling hot. They're freezing cold. They're in the fridge. I'm taking them out of the bag or wherever they are, and I'm putting them into the chicken soup. Mutter asa. Yeah, fully cooked. That's mutter. Right? Shimon, mask him to that one? Yeah? Menachem. Yeah? Okay? Again, Rabbi Sai, you're allowed to put them in. Why? Because they're fully cooked. People don't hop. What about if it's off the fire, you put it in, and then you put it back onto the fire? That you can't do. Why not? Because those Kanedlach were never on the fire when Shabbos came in. You cannot put something on the fire that was never there on Shabbos. You can return something, but you can't put it there for the very first time. Therefore, that's an important thing that people don't have. True. Ein Bishalach Abishal will tell me there's no problem in taking the Kanedlach and putting them inside the chicken soup and they'll be heated up. That's fine. Ein Bishalach Abishal. But to put it on the fire that you can't do. And then, then that's something that we're going to discuss a little bit later on. Another disclaimer, yeah. One second, guys, guys, if someone's asked a question, I think it's good to listen. Yeah. Oh, that's the next disclaimer. Now we get, that's the next, that's the next disclaimer. Very good. One second, let me, let me go through, let me go through disclaimers. Let's get this clear. Next disclaimer. You can only recook or reheat something in the original method that it was cooked in, originally. Okay, is that clear? Meaning, and again, we're going to talk about this much more by Rich is coming up this week. And that is, if something was cooked in liquid, you can re-cook it in liquid. If something was cooked on a fire in an oven, dry heat, you can do the same thing. But you cannot mix and match. Now, we'll discuss that later on as we get there. You can't, for example, take a knedlach and put it on a hot plate. We'll talk about whether a schnitzel you're allowed to heat up on a hot plate. There's a lot of different halachas that we have to get to, but that we'll get to by what we call bishal achafia. Right now, we're talking bishal achabishal. Okay, so so far, we've established the idea that bishal achabishal is muta because you cannot cook something that has previously been cooked. Now, the obvious question that we have to do when we discuss this is, is there a difference, Ali, between a solid and a liquid. Who we have discussed so far, that is a major nafkumina legabe bishal, when you talk about klivishan klisheni klishlishi, between a solid and a liquid. A dovagush and a dovalach. 
Big Nafkamina. When it comes to Bishalach Abishal, is there a difference between a Dova Gush and a Dova Lach? Is there a difference between a solid and a liquid? So the answer is very simple. The answer is when you have a Dova Yavesh, when you have a solid item, the fact that it's cold and you're reheating it, that is not considered to be Bishal. It is fully cooked. People eat cold food all the time. People eat cold chicken. People eat cold schnitzel. It's not something that you can, can say, oh gosh, nobody can eat it that way. And therefore, when you heat it up, it's considered to be a reheating. I want to read to you the Lashon of the Mishnah in Shabbos, Kuf Memheim base, where the Mishnah says, Kol Shabbat B'chamen Nefnei HaShabbos, Shoyven Oysar B'chamen B'Shabbos. Zuk Rashi, Ve'ein Boi Mishum Tikkun Hoyo V'Nitin Kva. Zuk Rashi, there's no Tikkun. Remember, Bishal on Shabbos is a Tikkun. You're fixing something up. Zuk Rashi in Shabbos, when you take a schnitzel, it may be freezing cold, but it was fully cooked. To reheat that item is not considered to be making a tikkun. And therefore, there's no problem whatsoever. That's not called bishul. Okay, now again, we have to know how to heat up schnitzel. We have to know how to do certain things. We'll have to talk about that as we get there. Moving on to the next thing. A liquid is completely different. Why is a liquid different? So Mr. Buhr, the Chazanish, to explain as follows. When you take, for example, a chicken soup, and this chicken soup was fully cooked, it was edible, everyone would eat it that way. And it's now cooled down. And again, we will discuss and give exact limitations to what means cool down. We'll talk about that. But the idea, and just to make it easy, if you take a liquid and it's cooled down, it's freezing cold, the kulayalma, and you reheat that liquid, Zubda Mishnabura, now you've done something. Because Zubda Mishnabura, the, the heating up of a liquid is the bishal. Therefore, says the Mishnabura, um, if you have a liquid that has cooled down completely, it's freezing cold, it may be fully cooked, but by reheating that liquid, you're being over ambitious. Now, this, by the way, if we go a little bit earlier, is subject to a machoikas rishonim. There's a major machoikas rishonim if bishul acha bishul lach is asa or mota. Do we say that lemaisa it's cooked already, Ellie? And if it's cooked, well, you can't cook it again. Okay, you're reheating it, like you're reading a schnitzel. What's the difference? Or do we say, that once it's cold, nobody eats cold chicken soup. Nobody, a lot of liquids are not eaten cold, drunk cold. A lot of them. Yeah, maybe there are a couple here and there that are. But in a general way, many liquids are not drunk in a cold way. Therefore, when you reheat the liquid, you've been over ambitious. So this is subject to a major machoik, because we're showing them just to give, for those people that are writing it down, just to give you one second, let me just go to the people that want to write down the names. So we have over here, though, Rishonim that are Makel, that hold the Ein Bishalach Abishabadavalach, and that is a highly Garambam, the Rashba, the Ra'ah, the Ran, the Ritva, and the Oizarua. That they hold there's no Bishal. Once something is fully cooked, I don't care if it's a liquid and it's freezing cold, to reheat that liquid is no Bishal whatsoever. Comes along Rashi, which is also a Rosh and a Toysus and a Reni Rucham and a Meiri and a Smag and a Tor and Maran Shulchan Aruch Shimon Shin Yud Ches Siv Dalud that says very clearly that we're Machmeh for Shitas Shitas Toysus and others that hold that Bit Yesh Bishal Acha Bishal Lach that means that if a liquid has cooled down and again we'll define cool down then the Maisa is subject to Bishal. And therefore, to reheat it is called bishul. As I pass in the Maisa, the Mishnabur, la'alocha, the Maisa, that it's a Doraisis, is the Mishnabur, we're dealing with the shine of a Doraisis over here. Yes, it's a Machaikis Rishonim, but because we're doing the Doraisis, not to do it. By the way, why am I telling you that it's a Machaikis? Why am I telling you the Sheetahs? Or why am I doing this to you? Why mix me up? Just, is it more to do than Asa? Teretz is, and we've said this before, if you remember, for the beginning of Shinyat Ches. What's the beginning of Shinyat Ches? Everybody knows. Oh, 
Hold it. Meisah Shabbos. That means if somebody has the Sholoi heated up a liquid on Shabbos Kodesh, obviously unintentionally, or he was a Shogay, or maybe he just didn't learn Halacha, which is basically amazed, or whatever it may be. So the Meisah Bidi Eved, Bidi Ovad, if he did it already, so then we can be Saimich on the Rishonim that hold, okay, and therefore it will be okay to drink it, or to eat it. But we're not talking about the Ebed right now. We want to live a year life, and therefore to heat it up will be Vadai going to be also in that case. Now, let's discuss now for a moment what is exactly considered to be cooled down. That's where it gets sticky over here, okay? And this is going to be a major enough communion between the Ashkenazim and the Sfaradim. In this case, it's going to be unbelievable because there's enough communion not only for the Ashkenazim and the Sfaradim, but there's another enough communion. What happens if you can't do something could you say, Mr. Ben, Rabbi Ben, Rabbi Ben, Ben Akadosh, could you do me a favor? Could you do this for me? I'm not allowed. Are you allowed to do that? What do I mean? You're a Sephardi, so you're allowed. I'm an Ashkenazi. I'm not allowed. We'll talk about that. I don't know about now, but it's a whole sugi. It's a beautiful sugya. It talks about opening bottle caps. It talks about carrying in the Eruv. It talks about Rabbi Nutam. Ah, what a sugya, Rabbi Samirli. It's one of the most beautiful sugyas ever to exist. I think we discussed it here once before, right? Anyway. So what's considered to be this? So let's go like this. The Nafgamini between Ashkenazim and Sfaradim are as follows. According, according to the Sfaradim, Yatsoledes boy. Yatsoledes boy is hot. Anything under Yatsoledes boy is cold. Which would mean, according to the Sfaradim, that if you have a liquid that is cooled just a bit lower than Yatsoledes boy, that is a din of cold, and therefore to reheat that liquid, would be over a missile. Are you with me? Comes along Nashkenazim. We're more makele. What can we do? We're more makele than you. I'm sorry. Okay, what can we do? And, and the and Ashkenazim say differently. Say the Ashkenazim. They say that if something is cool to the lower, to the level, that nobody would drink it in that way, that's cold. But if it's warm enough that people would serve it, people would drink it, people will eat it, that's still hot, halachically. And therefore, if it's still halachically hot, there's no problem to be heated. Now, Rabbi said, this is going to be enough gemina to so many things. I'm going to give you some examples, and we'll discuss them maybe tomorrow. Example number one, when you take the lid off the cholent, right, and you put it down, and then you scoop out some cholent, are you allowed to put the lid back on? Nafgamina legabi nafgamina and svadim in this Indian. What about the ladle that you take out? You scoop the ladle. And when you scoop the ladle, it's got some li- liquid from the chicken soup, whatever it is. Now you want to put dunk it back inside. Again, nafkamina ashkenazim svarim, nafkamina what temperature it is. Nafkamina legabi droplets that are in the bottom of a, a cup, a mug, that may be in a coffee area, right? Or droplets at the end of a soup. You want to refill the soup bowl. Are you allowed? Are you not allowed? Rabbi Sai, the shilas are endless. And it's, that's why important today that we learn the Hagdama to understand it. And in tomorrow, we'll go through the Indian a little bit more by detail.